All right, we are live talking about the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the Stanley Cup final for the second year in a row. I'm Stephen Ellis. Joining me today is Nick Emanuele, David Alter, and Avery Lewis McDougal. I want to start. Let's go a few first, David, because I've gone a few first every time we talk about this. What did Tampa Bay do best to win tonight? Well, they really played their game. I mean, from the get-go, they were pelting Montreal with shots. Again, Carey Price was pretty solid in goal and uh, and looked like he was uh, keeping them in, in check. But their, their penalty kill. Montreal had three power plays pretty early first half of the game where you thought, okay, maybe Montreal can jump out and make a game out of this after holding the fourth down. But they really had nothing going on with their power play. And it was, it was uh, Tampa's ability to get in front of pucks blocking shots massively and then Andre Vasilevsky holding the fort in the few times he needed to be sharp, especially in that third period where he was counted on quite a bit. Uh, all of that combined led to Tampa playing their game like they said they were going to do throughout and eventually the law of numbers and averages to how they played uh, allowed them to seal their second consecutive Stanley Cup. Nick, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I think that I think that's uh, that's pretty much spot on. I think when you look at Montreal, they're really not a team that's designed to play from behind. Obviously, Tampa didn't score super early in this game, uh, but once they did and once they got that lead, Montreal was you know there. That's a tough spot for them to be in. Um, we talked throughout the playoffs where Montreal is designed to take a lead and then just kind of you know quash everything from that point on um and that's what tampa was kind of able to do to them after uh after they scored in the second period there they won nothing lead and they just they just shut everything down from there uh, i mean montreal just they never really had any kind of sustained pressure in tampa zone and really really troubled vasilevsky at any point uh like david said i mean the few times that they gave him any kind of grief uh, Vasilevsky is certainly up to the up to the case, but um, yeah, I mean Tampa just did a great job of of kind of playing that Montreal style where they take the lead and then they they just shut it down and you know from there nothing's gonna nothing's gonna happen. Avery, what about you? Yeah, once again, Montreal couldn't get any real high quality chances, and Tampa Bay got guys to the net again. Ross Colton's goal, he drives to the net, stayed down on the ice. Tampa Bay. All series long dominated when it came to high danger chances. Once again, it paid off for the Lightning and again the depth. Everybody, we're talking about the main the main players, the Braden Points, the Kita Kucherovs, Steven Samkos. Once again, depth scoring. Ross Colton gets his first playoff game winning goal in the Cup final. It was just too much firepower for the Canadians to handle. And right now, the Lightning benefited and they're the back by champions, guys. And you mentioned Ross Colton. What a moment for him. This is a guy that had three goals heading into this. And, you know, this is a guy that spent a lot of the year on the taxi squad. So it was pretty exciting to see that he, he didn't have, he only had one playoff series before this in the AHL. So this is a really cool moment for a guy that, you know, you definitely notice him on the ice. You know, he's, he's a big guy out there and uh, he throws a lot of good hits and, and he brings a lot of energy to this team. So that was pretty exciting to see that. But of course, a lot of the focus will go to Andre Vasilevsky, who won the Consmith my trophy he was my pick uh, I, he was my pre stanley cup final pick and i in the end he ended up doing it this is a guy that his numbers were outstanding heading into the cup final and they just improved again but the crazy stat was he got a shutout in every single clinching game that tampa bay won in in the playoffs that's 
outstanding. Only that of his five shoutouts, four of them came right after a loss. So that's just a great way of bouncing back. But David, what were your thoughts on Vasilevsky there? Yeah, I mean, look, this is where the buck stopped for Montreal because we talk at nauseum, and rightfully so, just because nobody expected them to be in this position. But Carey Price really held the door and was the better goaltender, clearly, in those first three series. And uh, and when they were going into the final, that was that, well, now there's Vasilevsky. It was final boss mode. I, I mentioned it on an earlier one of these uh, post games we were talking about, but really it is. And, and going up against that, that's really hard. You need a few attempts before you can really knock the beast down. And, and Montreal, from, from every aspect of the game, looked like they were outmatched by Tampa. And the one big edge that they had on other teams as the underdog was the goaltending. And it just, it, there wasn't really a game except for, you know, the, the first period and that second period price was out dueling Vasilevsky. You could make that argument, but even in that win, they didn't really, Montreal wasn't like, I mean, Vasilevsky wasn't the worst goalie in that. It was just, uh, they got one more goal. Like it really wasn't a dominating effort from price to necessarily steal wins. So uh, that that's, again, that's the depth and that's everything. And Vasilevsky proved why, uh, they mentioned, I think he's got, he's the first goalie to win back-to-back cups to play every minute of those, both of those years, like not even be subbed out for, for any situation. It's uh, it's an unbelievable accomplishment. I personally still think I would have given it to Kucherov just because I think he had like eight or nine points over second place. And that hasn't really been done since guys like Messier and, 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 and or Gretzky, I believe it was like back in the eighties. So like, it's, that was also an unbelievable accomplishment. Maybe people are holding the fact that he didn't play in the regular season against him in, in that regard, but uh, I would have, which you can't, it's not the parameter of the rule, but I think, uh, I, it could have really could have gone to one of these other guys. Vasilevsky was, was, uh, Definitely the best goaltender in the league this season. I think he he cemented that with the way he played. Nick, what are your thoughts on the idea of Kucherov? Would he was he obviously you look at the points there in the end. Vasilevsky got it. Uh, if let's say this is a three-two game and Kucherov scores, do you think this is a different story? Yeah, uh, it could be. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's it's a good question because I think. They're two very good candidates, very viable candidates. I think they're probably probably the only two you really would have expected from Tampa Bay, but you could really make uh, you know a compelling case for either of them. I probably personally would have gone with Vasilevsky, um, but I think when you look at either Kucherov or Vasilevsky, they're both having kind of you know almost historical uh, playoff you know playoff runs. Kucherov's points per game were among the best of the past 20, 20, 20 years. Uh, you know, I wrote uh, I wrote a blog I think after the second round where I was looking at uh, Consmart candidates for each team, and I put forth Vasilevsky uh, for Tampa for Tampa because he had you know the I think the second best goal saved above expected of any goalie who had played you know at least ten games or something since Money Puck started tracking that stat. Um, and that actually stayed, that held up. I think I think he stayed exactly second uh, of you know of all time since 2008-09 uh, behind Jonas Hiller for anyone who'd played at least ten games. And to do that over you know an entire playoff is absolutely incredible. Uh, he was fantastic. 
fantastic throughout the playoffs. He was fantastic throughout the regular season. Um, and, you know, I think Tampa played fantastic shutdown defense in this series. But there are a lot of times, particularly when they were shorthanded early in the playoffs, where Vasilevsky really had to hold them in games. You know, when they played uh, Florida and Carolina, they gave up a ton of really good, you know, scoring opportunities. And if if Andre Vasilevsky isn't Tampa's goalie, um, you know, or and it's not <laughs> at least, you know, Connor Hellebuck, maybe. Uh, I don't know that we're talking about Tampa Bay as a team of playing even in the Stanley Cup final. So, um, you know, for that reason, I think I probably would have gone with Vasilevsky. But I, I do think it's a very interesting question to ask. You know, if, if Nikita Kucherov scores two goals tonight uh, and it's, you know, 3-2 or 4-3, yeah, you know what? I think I think it probably is Nikita Kucherov who wins it. So, you know, uh, those are the breaks. I think I, I don't think I don't think Nikita Kucherov's going to be uh, too broken up about it, though, to be honest with you. I will say this. Yes, I, not, a, not a question that. Kucherov's got now two Stanley Cubs. He's been in the MVP. He's... I think he got what he really wanted. And, and other thing I'll say here, Vasilevsky like clearly proved again, once again, based on things that you've said in the past, Nick, and things that I've written and other people have read, we're looking at Vasilevsky being one of the best goalies of his time. One of the best goalies, in a lot of situations. So it's really exciting to see And care price for Zantre Vasilevsky. That's a very potential final game goalie matchup at the Olympics to keep in mind. But Avery, who would your pick been for the consummate? You know what? Going against Kucherov would be pretty hard to say going against him. 32 points in the postseason here. Almost, over, almost 10 more points than Braden Point, who is second in team scoring. I mean, what he did for the Lightning, you know, regular season or not, even though he missed regular season, he was still by far the best player in my mind in Tampa Bay, one of the best players in the postseason of any team. He deserved, like, you, you guy who my, who my mind wasn't a Colin Smythe guy. And, you know, I, I want to see what he's going to do next year and the year afterward because – he is a guy who Lightning have to keep around for a very long time, but I think Kutra's play was spectacular, and he should enjoy another cup again with this franchise. All right. To wrap things up, let's look at the Montreal Canadiens. Obviously, this is a situation where I don't think anyone expected the Canadiens to get to this point. If we're looking at the traditional conferences, traditional divisions, and not, not this north, south, east, west, you're looking at this being something where, wow, the Montreal Canadiens wouldn't have made the playoffs in pretty much other format, but they did. So when you look at this, do you have much hope for the, well, I shouldn't say do you have much hope, but what do you take away from Montreal going forward here? This is a team where they got some guys at Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki looking really good. Are you liking them in the future? Uh, let's start with you, David. Yeah, I think, look, I think they have a chance to contend for a playoff spot next year. I think they'll actually be better than they were last year. Whether they'll get it, I don't know. It's a really tough division when you've got Tampa, Boston, uh, Florida, who is also pretty good during the regular season, uh, and the Leafs. Uh, did I mention the Leafs? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, it's that's four teams right there. Uh, based on this format, you could easily see five if they're going back to this wild card system uh, going into the playoffs next year. Maybe Montreal scratches and claws against that, that fit. They kind of showed some other teams that, you know what, maybe you can do a faster build and go on a bit of run if you have a mix of young pieces and good free agent signings that could actually live up to their contracts. So uh, I like what Montreal did in the offseason. I like what they showed in the last playoff where 
they kind of built from that and looked like they were a team that was built for the playoffs. I think the previous year's experience, plus adding guys like Toffoli and and um, and uh, Caulfield and, and some of the other guys that they had from within and their younger guys getting better. Uh, I, I think that they're set up to to not be pushovers. So they were very aggressive in the regular season when they're not calling as many things. Maybe they do struggle, yeah, but maybe they, that they now have the skilled players that they can overcome that. So uh, I don't think they'll get to the cup final again next year, but I, I do think they'll be an improved team next season. Nick, what are your thoughts? It's tough because, I mean, David touched on it. Um, that's going to be a very, very difficult division next year. I, and I think, it's very, I think it's very much fair to expect Montreal to be better. Um, but the question is, <laughs> what does better get them? Because, you know, you've got, I think, I think it was four top 10 teams um, with, you know, Florida, Tampa, Toronto, uh, and Carolina. You've got, you know, obviously, both. Uh, both cup finalists in that division as well. You've got uh, the Senators who should be at least uh, a fair bit improved. They were one of the, one of the best teams in the league after the trade deadline, and they were uh, number one in THN's uh, future watch for for 2021. So I'd expect them to uh, to also you know give give teams a little a little bit of uh, difficulty at times. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I expect Montreal will make the playoffs. Uh, I expect it's probably in a wild card position. Uh, maybe for the third straight year, they're the the last team in. Um, it's it, it's it's tough to see them going on a real deep run. You know, I think I think you know going to the Stanley Cup final obfuscated you know some issues that Montreal may have. Um, I'm, I worry a little bit about, you know, they still have a lot of money tied up in Shea Weber and Carey Price going into, into, you know, pretty deep into their thirties. I think they're going to have to pay Philip Deneau a lot of money this off season. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's just going to be too much, too emotional for them to walk away from him at this point, uh, after the playoff he had. So I'm a little bit concerned when it comes to that. Uh, but I mean, you know, I, I, I think this is the type of run that is going to be very valuable to young players like Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield, who are now the future and who are going to be, you know, pillars moving forward. So I think there's a lot of positives to take if you're Montreal. Uh, but in the absolute immediate future, I think you're probably expecting a little bit of a, a little bit of a regression next year in terms of, in terms of final, final standings. I do uh, final, you know, final playoff standings. I, I think, well, one thing I'll just add to this is no matter what, I think we're looking at team. It's they, they definitely kind of overachieved and we know that that's been the story the whole time, but there's still a lot of pieces about this future that looks really promising. So even if they have a bad year next year and they do regress because Stanley Cup final again was a pretty high bar to, that's a high bar to kind of, overcome when you look at that i still expect this team in a couple years will be pretty competitive they got a really good young group of players coming through guys like romanoff caulfield and suzuki we really kind of seasoned players at that point and of course like there will be a point where price is not going to be the star goalie anymore and we saw in the regular season and then maybe a guy like Kanan primo comes in and starts to steal the show so there's a lot of promising pieces here but what about you avery what are your thoughts 
No, I agree. No, I will not see you know, next year a cup final appearance. Probably not. A playoff spot, a wild card spot, most likely because the Atlantic going to next year, it's still going to be, we're all, we're all in agreement. It's going to be a tough division again with teams like the Bruins, Tampa, Toronto, Florida. Heck, even Ottawa is a team that this past season showed they're not all that bad. They really are a team that can be a team of the future as well. So the Atlantic is going to be a tough one. But I could see the Canadian getting into a wild card spot. We mentioned the youth this, this team has. There's a lot of good youth. There's a, a good core that can be a competitive team. So a cup final next year? No. But they have a solid base, I think, now to at least be a number one wild card, number two wild card in that division, guys. So we'll see what happens next season. Knowing Montreal's yeah. luck, I think it's going to be them getting the wild card to go to the other division and win those two rounds. <laughs> like just because it will be like the, it appears as it stands right now to be the weaker of the two Eastern divisions. Like I can easily see five Atlantic three uh, metropolitan next year. Yep. All right. Well, I got to say this, you know what Montreal Canadiens fans, it sucks now. It hurts now. And you're going to hear a lot of narratives. You probably got, you guys are probably not going to like, but just be happy that this happened in a year where no one really expected you to get this far, but also, in the middle of a pandemic where a lot of Montreal is still really shut down. Uh, it gave you guys something to cheer for and, and that should be exciting. Now it's time to build on it. And I think that maybe this, this longer term rebuild we were looking at is not that long and the Canadians will be a contender before long. And Mark Bergevin definitely found a way to save his job at a pretty good time. I'd say. So that's it for our Stanley cup final recap guys thank you so much for joining me and throughout the entire playoffs it's been a lot of fun and, and i gotta say this is a, a playoffs and a season we won't forget it was very strange for a lot of reasons but we made it through and we got to where we are and we're hoping for back to normal next year that'd be great so thank you very much guys we'll see you again next time